0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, April 6th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, Well. Yeah? Survived another full day of baseball? Yeah, I have. (laughs) uh We're recording on Tuesday evening. Your White Sox have a lead. Maybe we'll see how this goes throughout the episode. It might be yeah, some I, fun. I wasn't sure if you
1: wanted me to, to let on that we were, you know, that we record while games are still going on or not. Sometimes. That, that's Sometimes. I, I was speaking from a place, you know. I was I was speaking for future Matt, who assumed the White Sox don't blow this. Yeah, don't don't blow this, but they're trying awfully hard to blow it as we speak. So
0: we'll see. It'll be fun. It, it's fun live drama. But yeah, another uh, good day of baseball. We did a uh, pretty all right. We liked Ian Kinsler, and uh, we liked the Tigers scoring a bunch of runs, and they did that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in this game, we liked Josh Fegley getting a lefty, and he did well. He and I had minor Twitter drama where you thought he had stolen a base, so then okay. I was all proud all of right. it.
1: Let me explain this, all right? Because this is uh, yeah this is what happened right i was like i, I was like i on, on twitter like looking at my phone and i look up and i see josh fegley like sliding in the second <laughs> and i i knew that you know the the you know there, there wasn't a base hit you know, i i you know i had my ears sure. on so I,
0: I was you know and listening.
1: and, you know, and so twitter
0: was in your hand at the point point. and twitter right was then.
1: in my hands so i was like oh josh fegley stolen base that's
0: awesome well i've gone and i retweeted it like see yeah awesome what a pick
1: And then I I got to the right, but yeah, he he was actually advanced on a a wild pitch.
0: I just like that both me and your pal, our pal, Steve Adams, were like, I love Steve.
1: Steve. A friend of the podcast.
0: Yeah. Steve will be back this year, I'm sure. Uh, Yeah. yeah,
1: I I enjoyed spending time
0: with Steve. Yeah. We were both like, man, you misled us. But uh, Josh Begley still had a good day. Josh Begley's one of those uh, catcher options against lefties, and he did fine. You know, the Mariners yeah, scored yeah, a bunch just, of runs.
1: Yeah, he had a, you know, for, for a cheap catcher, he had a really nice day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's not done yet. We'll see. I don't know. Depends on how that game goes. Uh, he's um, actually been
1: pitched hit four, so.
0: Oh, so he is done. You're, you're are correct. Looking. That is the risk of those platoon guys. Um, yeah, the Mariners did well. We had
1: a double. I'll take that all day.
0: Yeah. We had um, John Neese in the contest, and he did okay. The defense didn't help him. I watched that game. He, he was okay. He was not dominant. He got taken deep by uh, Jed Jerko, though. Um, but anyway,
1: thats quality. I'll take that. Yeah, uh, you know he, he, he's he gonna—he didn't roast our whip. He didn't help. He didn't help our ERA, but he didn't roast our yeah. whip. So
0: I'm not uh, i am not turned off to John Neese. I, I still think know, that's going to be interesting.
1: I would—I would scream I would um, him again if I had a chance.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this tweet I sent it to you earlier that I saw. Um, Kerry Muscat of MLB.com Cubs beat writer. Quote, why did the Cubs uh why did Joe Madden start Caesar? And he says, quote, Villanova wins the national championship, so I thought it was a good bet for tonight again. Which is uh, you were asking me if that's like a joke or not. I don't I mean he started him and it's like I I mean, he's known for being a pretty smart manager, you know, and uh of course Matt Caesar went to Villanova and you're like, that's not really why he started him, right? That's so outrageous and so ridiculous. So I kind of laughed about it. And then Matt Caesar hit a home run against the Angels. And you're like, all right, so maybe Joe Madden is just magic. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, It makes that quote funnier, though. I don't don't know. It's
1: it's kind of of a cool quote. And it's kind of cool that Caesar hit a home run. But I'm not going to really read anything into it either way, I don't think.
0: Joe Madden's funny. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. He's funny. Uh, Yeah, I just thought that was good. Because I kind of rolled my eyes at it. And then he hit a home run. I'm like, okay all right um the other thing uh, i want to bring up is i just so shelby miller did not have a good game he got beat up pretty bad just like Zach Granke did and the d-backs managed to come back and win that game partly just because rocky's pitching but uh i don't know if you saw the comments from chip hale from monday night but you know after opening night and them getting whooped on they like had a short fuse and he apologized for it on tuesday but i just get this feeling about the d-backs this year they're just going to be kind of a dramatic team one of those train wreck teams where things go wrong do you get that vibe at all that it just um, might be like a really ugly frustrating year
1: I, I You know, think who, they, they, they've had that vibe for a while i think it's kind of just i, I think i think you might be uh remembering past seasons where they kind of were a train wreck team and yeah. Might be, might be projecting a little early, but yeah, I could, I could see a wreck there.
0: They just like, I think a lot of it goes into teams that think they're going to be good or are like our favorites. And then they don't deliver. And I think they had a lot of hype coming into this season. And it's, I don't know. Not like it's, it's two games. are not reading into it that much, but just, you know, Chip Hale being snarky on the first night, you know, what it reminded me of is it just reminded me of the second half of the nationals last year, or it was just like bad clubhouse and they just were in bad shape. <laughs> And You're the funny part is,
1: each other out and, yeah, Well, oh, that
0: was, yeah, the man. end. That was, yeah, the climax of it. Um, And what's funny is Matt Williams, fired from the Nationals, is back to being third base coach for the D-backs. He's the He's common right? denominator here. Yeah, it's back in Arizona. So who knows what's up? I, I'm reading too much into it. I'm just getting that vibe. So um, Matt, do you have anything to discuss? We're getting to some DFS stuff.
1: You, you want to talk about Tampa Bay?
0: Uh, yeah, that weird play. I don't really have any, yeah, let's, yeah. Cause that's, yeah. So Tampa Bay and Toronto, there's the new slide rules this year in terms of, um, it's a player safety thing and they're trying to get rid of takeout slides. Um, I worked in the Arizona fall league the year they were experimenting with it too. And in general, it's kind of like when they changed the catcher rules, it's just, it's a safety thing. Um, and so this year, no more takeout slides are going to rule on that. That happened on opening day to Atlanta. And uh, it happened at the very end of the Blue uh, Jays-Rays game, and it turned. It was in the ninth inning, and it turned a play where the Blue Jays were going to take the lead and score two runs. But when they looked at it, they said Jose Bautista's slide was, I think they called it interference. Um, And I heard that it might have been the old rules. Um, Anyway, got called for it, and all of a sudden it was uh, turned over, and the game ended on the play, on the replay. It was a replay ending call or a game ending replay call it was just kind of a mess um that was a pretty poor explanation of all of it but do you have feelings about it at all
1: um i i i I think if if jose bautista doesn't stick his hand out and like actually grab logan forsyth yeah we're we're talking we're not talking about this at all
0: Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's kind of what got the call done is, I mean, and there's a bit of common sense, which you can't put in the rules, but you can watch and tell when a guy's going for the base and when he's going for the player, you know?
1: Yeah. And it was pretty obvious what he was doing there. So I don't really have any sympathy for Toronto. I don't really have any sympathy there. So.
0: No. And I saw comments from Jose Bautista and he seemed to be like, that's a bummer. I'm embarrassed. But he wasn't like, this is BS. He was just like, I think he had a comment about how like player safety is important and he's okay with the rule change. It's just not well, how we wanted to
1: lose. John Gibbons know? didn't take it quite as well. <laughs> no,
0: John Gibbons said some, uh, not politically correct things that don't look that great. He was pretty mad, but yeah, he, he sounded, you know, uh, his player was more diplomatic, which is now, something.
1: My, my question is, do you think he's going to get like a one or two game rip for this? Uh,
0: no, not for that. Not for, what so? did he say? He said something about, should we come out in dresses tomorrow?
1: Yeah, but that's it's the gist of it, yeah.
0: Something like that. That's, again, not politically correct, but I don't know if it's bad enough that he'll get a slap on the wrist. I don't know. It doesn't I, look great. I, could,
1: I, I think I could see, like, a one-game rip coming for that, honestly. Maybe.
0: Yeah, he'll get a talking to. But, um, yeah, And this... I mean, my personal opinion, and I don't have that strong of opinions, is just that the player safety thing, I'm for it. I, I, I'm not worried about the game becoming wussified or whatever people say. You know, I'm... It's okay to. It doesn't favor anybody to change the rules a little bit, and this is the way we've always done it. Is not an argument, you know. Actually, it's okay.
1: this this had nothing to do with the rule change.
0: Uh, this play didn't. I'm talking about in general the change in the slide play. Okay. The, the, I, I'm sure that
1: that sure we're clear on that. That this one actually was not a test to the rule change. I saw that being tweeted. That, yeah. That that was inter that that was interference in 1915. It's interference in you know 2015.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but in general, getting rid of takeout slides, I'm fine with it. I, I think that takeout slides were not intended in baseball, and they kind of have become a thing, and it's okay to get rid of them. But I don't feel that strongly.
1: I, I that. will not be missing them, honestly.
0: Yeah, it's it doesn't help anything. No, so
1: I, I don't I don't miss the catcher collisions. I always thought those are kind of stupid. Um, yeah, but I, I will not be missing the takeout slides in the least.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. There's our our mini podium. At the start of the episode. We'll get onto some DFS picks, except. The White Sox did blow the lead. I'm sorry, Matt. It's uh shocking. It's Jose Quintana's is another no decision, uh, which <laughs> poor is, guy. yeah, poor guy. He pitched fine. He he pitched like you'd expect. Uh,
1: he was okay. He had a couple, He 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 pitched his way into a few jams that I I, I wasn't a fan of.
0: Oh, seven strikeouts no it's
1: only it's only tie it's not completely blown yet it's they're they're, they're yeah. working on that part
0: more drama awesome all right so let's talk about uh dfs let's get into our picks um let's start at catcher i didn't think catcher was that bad for wednesday
1: really i struggled. it's not great it's I not had, great you know, I, I had like two expensive options one like you know slightly mm-hmm. expensive option and then one guy who's gonna
0: cost nothing okay who do you got what are you thinking
1: um, starting off, uh, uh, our, our good fr- our good friend Russell Martin versus Matt yes. Moore.
0: Uh, I think we might be picking a lot of Blue Jays. Yeah, I I like Matt Moore. It's I mean I, you know yeah I, I'm I, I don't love Matt Moore. I'm not all in, but I am intrigued. There's a lot of talent there, but again, a lefty against the Blue Jays. No thanks. Like pass. No, yeah,
1: brilliant. yeah. I I actually don't, I don't own sure a few shares of Matt Moore this year. I'm if I if I can hold him out, I am holding him out. And, and yeah.
0: So Russell Martin uh, will be a good one. I like that. He's at the top of my list. Um, that's a day game. There's a, weird... There's a bunch of day games tomorrow. Yeah, so... That's a
1: goofy slate. That's why I struggled with catcher.
0: Yeah, not sure how to split it up. But if you're going to play a day game, I think Russell Martin's at the top of that list. Uh, who else do you like?
1: I, I'm going to go with a catcher that doesn't really have a platoon split. So therefore, I kind of like him.
0: Okay.
1: Believe it or not, in the last three years, Jonathan LeCoury is like a 7.93 OPS versus lefties and a 7.92 OPS versus righties.
0: Okay, I didn't know it's, that.
1: It's Jeff Zamarja and your Zimardia. boy. He's still a mess.
0: Yeah, i I would need to see some pretty good success from him before I'm willing to be back on the train. Yes, you know, boy. yeah. You come with a little extra bias, but I understand. I suppose,
1: uh, Yeah, but way, I I, I kind of like Luke Roy against the shark or against the shark.
0: All right. So, other than Lucroy, you know, and obviously picking on the shark, not being on him. Uh, who else are you thinking?
1: The cheap option I wrote down was Carlos Ruiz versus Brandon Finnegan.
0: Oh, boy. I feel like I wouldn't have picked Carlos Ruiz two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like I see the name for sure, and I'm like, oh, he's right-handed, but that guy has not done anything in a while. Ready on lefty.
1: I, believe it or not, he actually still hits lefties pretty well.
0: I suppose I believe it. It's probably all he does, but I believe pretty that, much, I guess. Yes. Yeah,
1: most exclusive. But he'll, he'll be cheap, so yeah, if you're looking for uh, a ball, a warm body to just toss in the catcher slot who might be productive against a left-handed pitcher. Yeah. Maybe worse than
0: Carlos Ruiz. It would be cheap. It would be a punt, but it would be cheap. Um, I wrote down Robinson Chirinos getting Wade Miley. That's just righty and lefty. Not that I'm really excited about Robinson Chirinos, and I assume you aren't really either. But, you know, that's a body that would get uh, him in the no, Mariners' bullpen. He's over
1: there. four it's like three strikeouts in every game he plays. I don't, you know, I don't know why I did
0: but do you believe in Wade Miley at all?
1: I think I believe in him more than I believe in Robinson Chirinos.
0: That's all right. Sure, it's a it's a cheap one. Um, we can also go back to our boy Josh Fegley getting Carlos Rodon. How do Bet you feel about I that? Should have written down honestly. Yeah, I, like,
1: I think I. Other than Martin and Luke, I think yeah. If I were to go with the cheap option, I think I'd go with Fegley, assuming he gets in there.
0: Is it because you like Josh Fegley or because you like picking against Carlos Rodon? How are you feeling about Carlos Rodon? I I own a few shares of Rodon this year. Yeah, but, you know, I think Fegley could be fine. Um, I also wrote down Nick Hundley gets uh, Patrick Corbin. That's righty on lefty. Um, Nick Hundley has really ugly home road splits. In other words, he benefited a lot from Coors Field. Um, They're in Arizona. He hit a homer there on Tuesday. I think he could be fine. Uh Patrick Corbin's pretty decent though. So a lot, a lot of
1: people really believe in him this season. Corbin or Hunley? Corbin.
0: Yeah, I don't believe in Hunley that much. He was never that great, and then Corz was awesome for him. I really um but, Corbin that much, but I I I like him just fine. He was pretty good before he got hurt, obviously. Right. I I think I'm surprised more people aren't excited for him to be back, but maybe they just didn't believe him that much before he got hurt. Um so I don't love that. Uh your boy Devin Mazeraco gets uh, Nola and the Phillies bullpen. Uh, he prefers lefties, but that Phillies bullpen is so bad that I would not be surprised if Mazzarocco did something.
1: Pretty, that is pretty horrific.
0: But... Yeah. Um, the other thing I had is uh, Brian McCann or Jason Castro uh, facing off against McHugh and Pineda, respectively. None of them are great uh, options. I think that's a pretty decent pitcher Actually, matchup. I, I but... would stay away from McCann. Yeah, you don't like him because you like McHugh or because you don't like McCann?
1: No, um, more, more has more to do with, with McHugh's platoon splits over his career. He actually does really well
0: against lefties. Yeah, I could see that, sure. McHugh's kind of an interesting pitcher. He was definitely a favorite of ours for a long time.
1: It's just not a, it's not a great metric for McCann, I don't think that
0: Yeah. Watch it.
1: Um, I mean, I th- can't go like two for three or three homers, two home-worth.
0: Yeah. So I think uh, our favorite day pick is definitely Russell Martin and our favorite night pick is probably Josh fegley would you say
1: yeah Josh fegley yeah I, I, yeah. I, yeah if I'm going cheap I'm going Josh fegley yeah I agree yeah
0: Lou Crow in the afternoon too because you like picking on Jeff Samarja I do you just play me for. the chart yeah um okay how about first base where what are you looking at plenty of I'm, options
1: I'm gonna continue with the um uh, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go back to to the well against you know, against uh, Milwaukee yeah've you know, i I've kind of been riding the Giants like this whole series i i still like brandon belt against
0: taylor youngman taylor youngman that name gives you trouble it does it's
1: it, yeah. I, I i want to say Jungman, but i always catch myself
0: yeah um well brandon belt is i yeah i don't have a problem with that at all i, I don't know that he's ever gonna explode into being a 30 homer guy you know this season yeah this is the one um yeah. he's productive anyway so uh i'm in on that um, what about the other side of that? Do you like Chris Carter getting some margin at all? No, no, you're just not really a Chris Carter guy, you? Uh, you are. I do love Chris Carter. Um, going back to Tampa Bay though, Encarnacion or Chris Colabello getting Matt Moore, right? Yep. Either one, depending on how it fits your budget.
1: I, I, yeah, I have, I have no problem with either. I.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel bad for Matt Moore. <laughs> Yeah, because I like him, but I agree, I'm going to bench yeah, we,
1: him we, too. I've always I always have been.
0: Yeah, how about the ex-brewer Adam Lind getting Colby Lewis?
1: I have him written down. Is there like a, a more like uninspiring matchup than Adam Lind versus Colby Lewis?
0: It's not exciting, but you are not going to be shocked if he produces and puts up points, basically, no, right?
1: No, I, w- I would be shocked at all.
0: Yeah, that would be fine. It's not exciting. I'll do it. Um, your boy Justin Bohr gets Anibal Sanchez. I had that written down as well, Dylan. It's like your it list. Yeah, remember when Anibal Sanchez was good? I do remember
1: when when he was good, and he hasn't been good for a while. So that's why I wrote no, that with It's Boer. been it's been a tough
0: couple of years. Justin like Bohr should be fine. I
1: and I just I like Justin Bohr. I I, I I we kind of came to to like him a lot, especially in front uh-huh. handed pitching last year.
0: Yeah. Um, The matchup I want to talk about is Kyle Gibson going to Baltimore. Kyle Gibson has just been an erratic pitcher. He's hard to figure out, but he's not good on the road, and he's not good against lefties. So uh, he gets Chris Davis and he gets Pedro Alvarez on the road. His control numbers really suffer. Uh, You'd think they can take him out, right, basically? I don't know. He's so... Every once in a while, he's really good. He used to have these really crazy stats where he would either like give up six or more runs or one or fewer runs. That's but he, he never had average that, games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's either going to blow up bad or be fine. Was kind of what he was doing uh, for a while. But anyway, I like Chris Davis or a cheaper option, Pedro Alvarez. They're similar type production guys, wouldn't you say? I don't. I... You can't Honestly, bring yourself I, to do I, it.
1: You kind of stay away from those like boomer bus guys. I mean. Granted, if, if you if you it's it's like buying a lottery ticket. If you hit one, you probably hit it big. But
0: yeah, yeah, and as we talked about, it might depend on what uh, format you're playing in DFS. Whether it's a GPP and a big one, or just a smaller format. If you need to really make it splash, maybe that's more of a thing for you. Fair um, what well, else are you thinking at first base?
1: I'm. Sorry, I just, I really like Kyle Gibson's ground ball and right? I think that's going to help him in, in Baltimore.
0: It certainly could. Yeah. He's a boomer bust pitcher, and I'm picking boomer bust hitters against them. So that's yeah, that actually makes a bit of sense. Yeah. Um, anybody else at first base?
1: Are, are, if you're looking for a guy who will just n- make sure you won't get a zero, yes, I've got John Jason versus Mike League.
0: Okay, I can see that. Sure. I don't, I was looking up Mike League for a contest, and he's like 75% owned, and I'm like, why? I that seems high to me. Yeah, he's fine, but. He's like the definition of a streamer. He's not a guy that you would pick up and really ride for two hundred innings or whatever. No, but he's
1: a, he's a guy.
0: I guess because he got signed by the Cardinals. I don't know. Uh John Jasso should do fine against him. John J likes to hit uh righties. So hmm. I'm into that. Um how about uh Joey Vado getting NOLA of the uh of the Phillies? And again, more importantly, the Phillies bullpen.
1: Yeah, I I, I definitely I definitely see the MAs percentage, I definitely see the power product the power potential.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, NOLA's not terrible no, uh, by any means. Not, but
1: More than confident. I've, actually, I,
0: I do own a few shares of NOLA this year. and Yeah. I wish you struck out more guys, but in terms of trying to stream against them, uh, none special. Last two right. names. What's that? I
1: think the strikeouts with NOLA I think are, are, are going to come, honestly.
0: Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sold on them. I don't dislike them. I'm kind of indifferent on NOLA. Mm-hmm. Um, the last two I had, if you really want to get uh, tricky... Darren Ruff could make it in against Brandon Finnegan of the Reds and also that terrible bullpen.
1: That's not a terrible pick.
0: He hits lefties. He's not exciting, but he will get in there and not many people will pick him, and he could certainly hit a homer there. Um, And then Adrian Gonzalez gets Andrew Kashner. And people are down on Andrew Kashner. The Padres look bad, Uh, and there's nothing wrong with Adrian Gonzalez ever. So a lot of options at first, Uh, cheap ones and, you know, studs. Uh, Do you have any others?
1: No, we we covered my list.
0: Yeah, covered a bunch. All right. Second base. So last year Logan Forsyth was like one of our guys, and now he's like leading off every day. So I don't believe we can really pick him as a sleeper anymore. Oh no,
1: he's not a sleeper, sadly.
0: Yeah. Um, but he does prefer to hit lefties and he is getting J.A. Hap. J Hap not with Pittsburgh anymore, back with Toronto, where he was not great before. Uh would you consider paying the full price for Logan Forsyth getting Jay Hap?
1: Yeah, I would.
0: Yeah, I, I think would, I would
1: have no problem. I would have no problem paying full price for Logan Forsythe versus J. Happ.
0: Yeah, especially at the top of the lineup, you know, and I could see him doing okay there. Uh, that is no longer a sneaky option, but still a good option. No, I would say. Um, you want your boy Joe Panic getting I, Taylor Youngman?
1: Yeah, I do. But there's actually there's two more expen- uh, two guys who are something more expensive that I kind of like.
0: All right, who are you thinking?
1: I'm thinking Jason Kippens versus Clay Buchholz.
0: Yeah, I feel like Clay Buckles is a giant question mark. I had him written down. Um, and I'm fine with that because Kipness is good and likes to hit righties. And yeah, I don't have any clue what's going on with Clay Buckles. I don't think anybody does ever. Uh, so if you're feeling lucky, I'm fine with that pick. What for sure. He's an odd career. He's had a really weird career. Absolutely. He's a free agent after this year, too. So that'll be interesting. Oh, so um oh, Yeah. Geez. Who else are you thinking at second base?
1: Uh, the the other expensive option I have is Robinson Cano against Colby Lewis.
0: Yeah, he keeps being good. It keeps doing just fine. Uh, I like Robinson Cano. I'm in this year. I don't know that he's a first round pick or anything, but uh, I'm in on Robinson Cano before he drives his price way way up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's Colby Lewis. I agree. Go nuts. Um, I also had D Gordon getting Anibal Sanchez. Got to be fine with that, right? I
1: I think this is something we need to talk about a bit more. Do we, do we, how
0: comfortable do we feel going with speed guys in DFS? Uh, I don't target them. Just my personal opinion is to try and go a little bigger and look for power, but they certainly put up points. It's harder to visualize it, but they put up the points and he gets plenty of hits, which helps. He, you know, yeah. uh, he won't give you a
1: zero, but I don't think he. I, I can't see D. Gordon like having a massive, massive day of like a. No. You know, or Jason Kipnis can.
0: Yeah. You're going to get runs scored out of him, is what you're hoping for. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, at the top of the lineup I think there. you the
1: steals, if anything.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm fine with that. I don't love it. He can be priced really high at times. Like, I think he's a fine player, but yeah. Um, but Annabelle Sanchez and the Tigers bullpen who promptly, you know, blew a game on Tuesday. Uh, poor K-Rod. Uh, somebody asked me on Twitter what I thought there in terms of closer, and I think K-Rod has a longer leash. I think he'll have to have some some more bad ups before they're going to move him. But, um, yeah, I would go ahead and stream against the Tigers bullpen. It's a reworked Tigers bullpen, but it it's not great. Um, I also had uh, Daniel Murphy getting your boy Bud Norris in Atlanta. I know you're excited about Bud Norris this year, right?
1: I kind of like Bud Norris. I'm not going to lie.
0: I think you're nuts. I think you're crazy. Uh, I don't love Daniel Murphy, but I will totally stream against uh, Bud Norris. In the okay. Race. Yeah. Any other second baseman?
1: Uh, no. We we, we hit all. We we covered all, all all the options
0: I I had. Okay. Where are you going at third base then?
1: Third base, actually, I, I kind of spoiled for choice between you know pricey and cheap.
0: Believe it or, yeah. It or not. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a lot to go with.
1: There really is. Uh, I think we should start off, off the right off the bat with Josh Hamilton just to get his name out there. Yes, against, against Matt, Matt Moore. Moore. I, I I I like legitimately feel bad that we're picking on Matt Moore, but I think it's a great day to pick on him. I hate to say it.
0: Yep, that Blue Jays lineup is going to be popular for a good reason. So, so if you want to pay full price, there go nuts.
1: But if you're looking to go cheaper, like a lot cheaper, Danny Valencia yeah. gets Carlos Rodon.
0: Yes, we like him against a lefty.
1: We do, and. I don't know if I necessarily believe the power that we saw last year, but he's hitting cleanup in that lineup. Mm You know, there's going to be production at some point there. It has to be.
0: Yeah. And it's not going to cost much. So, nope, I like that. Um, Opposite Donaldson. I know we talked about that he wasn't that great against lefties. I talked about it yesterday, but Evan Longoria getting J.A. Happ. You at least want him against a lefty. Or is it just hard to be excited about Evan Longoria in general? (sighs) Honestly,
1: I, th- I think there are other options that I'm a bit more intrigued by. than.
0: Yeah, than I think he'd be fine, but he's not amazing. Uh, almost similarly, how about Adrian Beltre getting Wade Miley? Kind of waiting to see more from Adrian Beltre. I think I am. I think we've seen, you know, about, what, 15 years of stuff from Adrian Beltray. I mean, I love Adrian Beltre, but, like, I don't know what he's going to do power-wise this year. Yeah. I, yeah. And I, I, I kind of like Wade Miley. I mean, I don't hate Wade Miley like a lot of people do, so... How about righty on lefty Nolan Arenado getting Patrick Corbin?
1: You can pick on, actually, don't you want Arenado when it's it's righty on righty? Oh, yeah,
0: that was his thing. I don't know. At this point, I just feel like. Against against any right-handed pitcher and, you know, just, you know, above average. I feel like. Yeah, that's the thing. He did have backward splits, but I also just think he's good enough, but. And there's the thing where he's like, oh, he's away from Coors Field, but I'm like, yeah, they're a chase though, and he's also like becoming one of those like elite fantasy guys that I think can pretty well hit anywhere. Yeah. So maybe it's not the ideal spot for Nolan Arenado, um, but I don't think he's ever that bad of a pick. And is, don't I, don't I, to, I don't know if I want to pay full price him away from Coors.
1: Yeah, with against a lefty,
0: I can see that. Yeah, uh, I I'm taking it back. I don't think you're crazy for taking him, but I, I don't like it as much as I thought I did. Now sure. that you. Talked me out of it. How about uh, Kyle Seeger getting Colby Lewis? Kyle Seeger versus Colby Lewis. I mean, neither of them are that exciting, but I think that Kyle Seeger is dependably productive and Colby Lewis is dependably mediocre. If
1: I'm going dependably productive, I think I'm going to look at Matt Carpenter.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So he gets Juan Nicasio, and I have no idea what to expect out of Juan Nicasio, right? What's that?
1: Fantasy baseball superstar Juan Nicasio, who's, like, over 80% owned in every league.
0: Yeah, he – uh, I mean, if I was brave enough to take John Nice, like, I got to at least think about Juan Nicasio, but – He's too owned. He,
1: I think he, he's, like, way over our threshold.
0: Yeah, we can't take him in the contest, but, I mean, are you ready to stream against him, or are you worried about him being bad or being good? I,
1: I would be fine tossing Matt Carpenter in there against him. I wouldn't I –
0: yeah. Matt Arpenter is pretty good. He's kind of not quite the speed guy that D Gordon is, but he's at the top of that lineup. He'll score a bunch of runs. He, he does well. Um, the other name I really like actually, uh, Michael Franco gets Brandon Finnegan ready on lefty. It's in Cincinnati. Look at that bullpen. A lot of people are seeing a big year from Michael Franco. And I don't think that's crazy. Uh, are you intrigued by that at all?
1: I am actually. I had a written down.
0: Yeah. I think that could be a really good one. Um, it's not quite Donaldson, but and it's not as low as Valencia, but it's a nice middle round, yeah, exactly. middle price pick. I think yeah, exactly. Any other third baseman for you?
1: Nope.
0: All right, give me your shortstop real quick. Where, where are you looking at shortstop?
1: Shortstop again. I'm. I'm going to keep picking against Tyler Youngman. Yeah, uh, Brendan Crawford.
0: Sure, my guy. Hit a homer on Tuesday. She did. Yeah.
1: I uh, um, also like Francisco Lindor versus uh, Craig Buckle, switch hitter. Hey, yeah. I think, you know, guys like Lindor are fantastic for DFS.
0: Just because you think he's going to get on base a lot, or what? He, he, he
1: will get on base a lot. He has an, enough pop to be intriguing, enough speed to be intriguing. But he doesn't mm-hmm. a switch hitter, which means yes. you don't have to worry at all about him coming out in the late innings.
0: Yep. And, or, like, getting shut down by a loogie or something. Exactly. No, he'll be fine. He's in the heart of that lineup. You know, I don't know that he's ever going to hit you two home runs, but he's... Yeah, I, I see that. He'll be a pretty safe pick for sure.
1: And lastly, if you want to go cheap, I worked on Kettle Marte versus Kobe Lewis.
0: Sure, that would be cheap, but you're just picking on that bullpen on that team. I could see him scoring more runs again. They sure did on Tuesday. Yeah. So I like that. Um you can take your boy Tulo against Matt Moore. If you wanna get another blue jay, go nuts. Yeah,
1: I, I at this point at that point when I was making my list I felt it was like piling on, so I left Tulo off just
0: because <laughs> but, Still viable, if Absolutely, you want to go with him. yes. If, if um, you're... Ian Desmond might be an outfielder for you. He's right-handed, and he gets Wade Miley, lefty. And I think he's going to bounce back this year. Maybe not to be an amazing, but has power, has speed, is in that lineup. I think Ian Desmond will be just fine. Um, you can play with uh, Trevor Story. He gets Patrick Corbin. He now has three homers in two games. His price is going to get crazy. He's going to get overrated pretty quick. And you might... Might be good for sure, but I'm, you know, when you hit three homers that like, quick, you get a lot of attention.
1: I, I've got like I've got one chair of of story, and I I would sell it so quick if I could.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be bad by any means, but no. you don't even know he's gonna keep his job. Like, he's doing a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wrote Marcus Simeon getting Carlos Rodon. We like him right against lefty when we get a chance. There is some power and speed there. Like I said, not sure he can play shortstop, but can at least do that. can Um, and then my last name. Jonathan VR getting Jeff Samarja. Last year, Jeff Samarja had an eight thirty nine OPS allowed to lefties. And we're not sure haven't seen him yet this year. Don't know if he's fixed that. Uh VR is a switch hitter also. He's playing shortstop for the Brewers right now. So uh has a little power, has some speed for sure. I like uh Jonathan VR as a cheaper option. Um and if you don't believe in Jeff Samarja, then that's an okay place to go.
1: And, uh, All right. God forbid you ever become like a GM of a team. You'd have you know Chris Carter starting at first base and Jonathan VR starting at shortstop.
0: I'd have the Brewers. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have the Brewers, uh, basically. Race. I recognize the difference between good fantasy players and good real life players. And then Jonathan VR does not get on base at a great clip. I realize that yeah. you're hoping for a little pop and some speed though. Um, okay, outfielders. Uh, I have. Either Steven Souza or Desmond Jennings against J-Hap. Any of those Rays oh, Steven righties. Steven Souza versus J-Hap, gotcha. Yeah, uh, I like them. Desmond Jennings can hit lefties, too. He's he's not that popular, but he can hit lefties. He'll be good there. On the flip side, uh, any of those Blue Jays ones, Um, it could be Bautista. It could be Kevin Pillar against Matt Moore, though. Uh, I, I think it's a, it's a good DFS day in Tampa Bay between both of those teams. Um, any of those options, I'm fine with. Uh, You probably like your Giants outfielders, Denard Spann or Hunter Pence, getting Taylor Youngman.
1: I I wrote down both those guys. Yes,
0: yeah, they'll be fine. Go ahead and pick on the Brewers. Uh, The Rockies are starting Tyler Chatwood, and for me, that means David Peralta. Wouldn't you say? David Peralta for me as well. Yeah, Um, I have. I wanted to get another Marlins player against Anibal. You can pay a lot for Stanton. Um, I like Christian Yelich just fine too. He's batting right in the heart of that order. If you don't believe in Anibal or the Tigers bullpen, that would be fine. Um, I wanted to pick a Twins guy against Giovanni Gallardo. There aren't enough lefties that I like on the Twins because nobody cares about Joe Maurer, really. But uh, if you want to pick Miguel Sano, why not, right, against Giovanni Gallardo?
1: Miguel Sano against Giovanni Gallardo.
0: Yeah, I'm not worried about Miguel Sano, righty lefty that much. I don't think he's that worried about that either. I think he can hit Giovanni Gallardo. I just think Giovanni Gallardo is... A hittable pitcher, and Miguel is kind of a monster.
1: Uh, yeah, he should be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, he. I'm not worried about it. Uh, if you want to go Miguel Sano, and yeah, um, I have Jay Bruce against uh Aaron Nola. I have Bryce Harper and Ben Revere against Bud Norris. You're gonna pay. You I have Bryce Harper. I didn't have. I didn't, I'm not gonna. I would. I can't stay far enough away from Ben Revere in any format, and I have no interest in Jay Bruce. You hate Ben Revere. Why do you hate Ben Revere? Well, he gets the bat. Here's the thing. Uh, Dusty's going to send him for better or worse. I see. He sends him in front of Bryce Harper. This happened on opening day before Harper hit his homer. Bryce, You know, Dusty's like, oh, yeah, best hitter on the planet sitting here. Yeah, just send guys in front of him. And then it costs some runs when they get thrown out. But Dude, uh, in
1: scoring position.
0: Yeah, not when Bryce Harper hits him over the fence. But Ben Revere is going to run. Uh, that was one of my bold predictions, too, that Ben Rivera is going to run, for better or worse. Uh, Dusty will send him. So I like that. Um, my last outfielder name is Chris Davis, getting... Chris Davis with a K, getting Carlos Rodon, another righty there. So um, any outfielders you had that I missed? You literally like, ran random my entire list and I've been
1: joking. Uh, that's that's this, good.
0: No, we do I them similarly. I think I, I think I wrote down
1: Seth Smith with a question mark next to it. Sure. Why not? It's Colby Lewis. He'll, he'll be a you know, if, if you're building a stack with an like expensive, you know, like you, know, you know, toss Seth Smith in there. He'll be cheap.
0: Yeah, he would be just fine. Uh, and I think they could put up some runs there. Yeah. All right. And then um, pitchers. No reason not to take Jose Fernandez against the Tigers. Before we get started with pitchers, I just want to pat myself
1: on the back for calling the Johnny Cueto, John Lester old school.
0: Yeah, they did
1: just fine. They did well. Wins for both. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, nice work. I didn't pick Justin Verlander, but I had him in my league, and I was like, oh, yeah, I get that good feeling of him getting a lead blown. That's always nice. Yeah. I'd been, I hadn't had one of those yet in fantasy baseball this year, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, that feeling. Second day. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, when I had a W, and there it goes. Okay, thanks. Um, yes, Lester and Cueto were, we're good. Good call there. Who do you got today, then, other than Jose Fernandez getting the Tigers? <sighs>
1: That Jose Fernandez versus the Tigers is so tempting because you've got young, hard, hard throwing pitcher versus older,
0: slightly slower than they were bats. Yes, and they're all right-handed. Yes, and if you believe him in murdering righties, I think he will be just fine. I mean, it's not an easy lineup, but he's pretty darn good. So, um, yeah. Do you so? Should we go to believe that you don't trust uh, Jeff Samarja in Milwaukee? Not, not even a little pass for you. Uh, I'm not pumped about it. How about Jay Happ going to Tampa Bay? No, hey, not a chance. No, how about Carlos Carrasco getting Boston?
1: That tempts me just because I think Carlos Carrasco is fantastic, but the matchup is a concern.
0: Yeah, Carlos Carrasco is good. That matchup is scary. Um, and then. Can you pick aside Colin McHugh or Michael Pineda in Yankee Stadium?
1: It's a matchup it's a matchup I can't wait to watch. I don't know if I'd be betting either way. Yeah.
0: I I like both those pitchers. That is not great teams to go up against. I might take Pineda, but I'm not excited about it. Um, would you pick Juan Nicasio in DFS? I can't imagine no. I might do it for fun. Like, and a small stack and an extra stack. I wouldn't put all my eggs in the basket. But if I'm like, let's see where this goes. Like, in the same way I had fun with Rich Hill last year. Like, yeah, it might be fun. But I would not, you know, I it, low expectations there. Um, feel free to have fun with Juan Nicasio and the Pirates magic. But I wouldn't go nuts. Um, how about Steven Strasberg going to Atlanta to face off against Bud Norris?
1: That might go well.
0: I think it has to. I mean, that's a lot of strikeouts there, and the Atlanta lineup's not very good. I think he'll be fine. Um, Kenta Maeda going to the Padres, who have yet to score a run this year.
1: Is as bad as the Padres are. I think Kenta, Ma- Kenta Maeda might be a stairway.
0: Uh, he's a question mark for sure, but I think he's going to be a fine, okay starter. I don't think he's. don't know if there's a lot of strikeouts there. Oh, uh, it, you... I think he wins. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a win. Yeah, there. Okay. Um, if,
1: if you're hunting for wins, you could probably toss Kentomeda in
0: there and and come away with a W. Yeah, he'll be okay. I don't think he's going to impress, but I think he's serviceable. Um, and then the last pitcher on my list, as I go down, uh, Sunny Gray against your White Sox. Are you sighing because you're worried about him, or because he's going to ruin them? I, honestly, I could see going either way. I could see it—you
1: know—him being. You know, not in the best condition after having to be hospitalized with food
0: poisoning. Yeah. I didn't know. Was he in the hospital?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I knew he had food poisoning. I didn't know he we went to the hospital. Yeah, that's probably a stay away then, if it was that bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Haroldson told me in the broadcast
0: tonight, so. Oh, boy. I, yeah. If uh, I didn't Park catch out. that, I knew he missed the start. If you have him in your fantasy league, go ahead and start him. But I would not pick him for DFS. That's what I would say. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, my favorite might be, I like Strasburg. Uh, and Fernandez, if you can afford him, and I mean, Nicasio, if you're feeling really gutsy, if
1: you're, if you're gonna go super expensive and you know build a lineup with the with the the, the Seth Smiths and the uh, Kettle Martes of the world, yeah, you could
0: do that. Yeah. Uh, anybody else you like that I didn't list? I I kind of like Aaron Nola in Cincinnati. I'm fine with that. I think it's kind of like Kenta Maeda for me, where my expectations aren't super high, but he should do fine.
1: Well, the difference is I've actually like, seen Aaron Nola be good in the U.S. I haven't seen Kenta Maeda be, you know,
0: yeah. regular season. not that we trust his spring training. His spring training was fine, but that doesn't mean much. So no, I, I don't know. Yeah. Spring training, you know, it, it,
1: I, I, would say, I would say Garcia was fantastic this
0: spring. He's been awful. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, yeah, I like Nola fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, okay. Okay. Do you have anybody else before we get to our contest picks? Oh uh, no, I think we we ran down like the entire lineup, dude. <laughs> I think yeah, we basically we're we're going long again. We're not helping with the brevity. No. All right, uh, contest pick. There's a big old list. These first couple of days were hard because everybody was owned a bunch, and getting down here and a lot of these guys are not owned as much. Uh, Juan Nicazio fifty three percent. When I checked earlier, over the threshold. I hear um, it's gone up. Yeah. Uh Jay Hap and Matt Moore are both available. Uh I like them longer term. I don't like them in these matchups, no. you know, but I'm interested. I think I'm gonna take Nola in Cincinnati. He's under 50%. He should not be. I think that is my pick for Wednesday. All
1: right. If you're picking Nola, I gotta change it up a little bit. I'll go with Hap.
0: You're going with Hap? Yeah, you think- don't want your boy Gibson I- going to Baltimore? It's huh? Your boy Kyle Gibson is eligible.
1: Oh, in Baltimore? Yeah, thanks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that sounds awful to me. Yes,
1: it does. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think um, most of the uh, you know the the you know two innings, eight run variety than than we'd like to admit.
0: That's boomer bust, but we got to wear those yeah. numbers all year.
1: I'll tell you what. I think there might be a chance for a getaway day lineup.
0: It's possible. Yeah, with Tampa Bay. I want to see Tampa Bay like clean, clean up the bench
1: and and have sure. and allow age. you have to roll for a few innings.
0: And Jay hap was so good last year, like, I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden that he, you know, down the stretch, he did figure something out and it wasn't just the Pirates. But we'll have to see how that goes. We'll we'll find out tomorrow because I'm going to roll with him. Yeah. All right. Cool. And I got Aaron Nola. All right. uh, That should do it for us. Matt, do you have anything else for us before we get to Wednesday?
1: I do not. I'm
0: sorry. I I do not know (laughs) Uh, we're running late had some technical difficulties Uh, we're ironing this out should be fine Um, we'd like to hear from you guys about how this sounds too. hopefully you know we've got our difficulties ironed out trying some new recording stuff but uh, anything you like about the show any thing that you think we can work on any constructive criticism you guys are typically not jerks but we like to hear what you have to say so let us know
1: yeah we we, we love the interaction we really do we love hearing you know what's working what isn't working yeah. I'll,
0: I'll um, and the show changes a lot based on you know what works and doesn't yeah, no. especially early in the year so
1: yeah no problem changing it up but Dylan did you know that April 23rd is my birthday
0: I didn't know that you, do,
1: do you know what I, I you know what my, my wife did what'd she do she went on SeatGeek.com <laughs> and bought yeah. tickets for the Rangers White Sox game in Chicago
0: that's exciting our good old sponsor still waiting to hear from people buying some tickets there and but, you know, uh, she
1: use the SeatGeek.com app yes and she used the promo code STREAMS, S T R E A M S. Yes. And saved In the $20, $20 on my birthday gift. So not only is she making me happy, she got to save $20. It makes her happy.
0: Yes. Is she, are you going to a White Sox game? Yeah, why not? Does she really love you if she buys you White Sox tickets?
1: Yeah, well, it's my birthday.
0: <laughs> I'm just making jokes about you having to go see the White Sox.
1: Oh, well, it's it's April. You know, they haven't, I, I, I'm not nearly as irritated as I was when I got, when I, I won tickets for july 4th last year
0: that's that's true that's true all right well uh i'm on twitter at higgins fos and matt is on twitter at matt d underscore dfs and then i also pay attention to hashtag field of streams so love to hear from you guys uh definitely hit us up let us know what you think and uh good luck with your stacks and matt and i of course will be back on thursday with yet another episode enjoy your baseball
1: thank you for listening to the field of streams